demands all the dance and jazz, all the beating, it's divided and it's got from the beat, all the dance and jazz, all the demands and jazz, the city goes to city, about it, 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 it. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial, and anywhere on the planet at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. This week's show is The Berries, and we'll celebrate Roy Bargie's birthday and hear about some flappers. His last birthday salute was 10 years ago, so it's about time he had another. Last week, July 31st, marked the birth in Nuego, Michigan in 1894 of composer, pianist, and bandleader Roy Frederick Bargie to Frederick H. Bargie and Jesse Elizabeth Bennett. He grew up in Toledo, Ohio, and began studying the piano at age five. He had hopes of becoming a concert pianist, but couldn't afford to study in Europe, so his musical career began playing piano and organ accompanying silent movies. Bargie served very briefly during World War I. He enlisted June 27, 1918, and was honorably discharged as a private on November 29th of the same year. On July 29, 1919, he married Gretchen G. Butler in Jackson, Michigan, and they eventually had a son and three daughters. Also in 1919, he moved to Chicago and was hired by Charlie Strait at the Imperial Piano Roll Company as a composer and piano roll editor to compete with QRS Piano Roll's star, Zez Confrey. Bargy made his first disc recordings with Charlie Strait and Paul Bees in 1919 as the Imperial Three. In 1921, Charlie Strait introduced Roy to booking agent Edgar Benson, who hired him as pianist, and musical director of the Benson Orchestra of Chicago. But after just a year, Bargie left to form his own orchestra, taking many of Benson's musicians with him. This group disbanded after a few years, at which time Roy joined the Isham Jones Orchestra. In 1928, he was hired by Paul Whiteman, where he remained for the next 12 years and became number two in the band as Whiteman's assistant. When he left Whiteman in 1940, Roy was active in radio and leading studio orchestras, but oddly, his 1942 draft registration card shows his employer as the Campbell Soup Company. I don't know. In 1943, he was hired as Jimmy Durante's musical director, and Bargie stayed with Durante for 20 years until they both retired in 1963. During his tenure with Durante, Bargie moved to Vista, California, in North San Diego County, where he lived for 22 years, 
before his death at Tri-City Hospital on January 16, 1974. Here are three from Roy Bargie. Thank you. 
Last played in 2012, that was the Roy Bargy, Ernie Erdman, Roger Lewis collaboration, T.P. Blues, performed there by the Benson Orchestra of Chicago under the direction of Roy Bargy. That was recorded January 30, 1922, and issued by Victor under catalog number 18874, but they also recorded it the following day with a slightly different orchestration, and that was issued as catalog number 18912. Before that, duo pianists Frank Banta and Cliff Hess with Bargy's tune, Slipova, from OK4825, made around July of 1923. And we started our little tribute to Roy Bargy with another of his compositions, Get Lucky. That was Isham Jones and his orchestra on Brunswick 2678, made in Chicago on September 13, 1924. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Have you ever wondered why a toilet is sometimes referred to as the John? Well, because the first modern flushing toilet was designed in 1596 by Sir John Harrington, godson of Queen Elizabeth I. I mention this because this past week the flapper in our guest bathroom toilet failed and had to be replaced. A toilet flapper is what seals the opening between the tank and the toilet bowl, and even with my limited plumbing skills, it was quickly and easily replaced. This being a show about vintage music, when we talk about flappers, we usually mean women of the 1920s who bobbed their hair, wore short skirts, and smoked, drank, and danced the Charleston. And here's a set of rapidly rotating records about them. Young ducks too small to shoot or trap, whose wings can't fly but only flap. They call them flappers, good sports, let them go. Now a human flapper is a sap that rich old roosters love to trap before the kid gets wise to men you know. You know, the men must all have flappers, that's caused this flapper craze. Each girl past 40 knows men like them young. That's why you'll find each hen makes up for chicken nowadays. So they'll trap her for a flapper and get stung. And still they call them flappers when they're just old man trappers. They go to cabarets and learn each new dance craze. Strength exerting to keep flirting when every joint is hurting. And still they call them flappers. Why they do it simply beats the band. They try to bill and coo and smile so sweet When they're just dying on their poor old feet And why they call them flappers I will never understand Now men keep flappers up to date But when the flapper's 48 And men don't keep her up at all She's wild Then she'll resort to subterfuge that's French for lipsticks, wigs, and rouge. Don't spare the lipstick or you'll spoil the child. She'll have a surgeon skin her face and graft some new skin on. Her graft's a skin game to discount her age. And she knows the latest wrinkles, though her wrinkles may seem gone. 
When she bobs and dyes her hair, she's all the rage. And still they call them flappers when they're just old man trappers. You'll see a flock of queens that look like sweet sixteens, dressed like schoolgirls, golden rule girls, ye gods, they're April fool girls, and still they call them flappers. Why they do it simply beats the band. One told the censor she was 24. Her oldest son died in the Civil War. And why they call them flappers, I could never understand. And still they call them flappers when they're just old man trappers. They do their hair in curls and talk like little girls. They'll excite you and delight you. If they had teeth, they'd bite you. And still they call them flappers. Why they do it simply beats the band. One was so shy, she ran away and hid. Why, she knew Lincoln when he was a kid. And why they call them flappers. I could never understand.
Frank Westfall and his Rainbow Orchestra with his tune, Flapper Walk. Recorded in Chicago on June 12, 1922, with take one of three, issued on Columbia A3661. Opened around 1920 in the 4800 block of North Clark Street in Chicago, Rainbow Gardens was one of Chicago's premier entertainment venues, featuring vaudeville acts, jazz bands, sports events, as well as liberal liquor and dancing policies. Founded by brothers Al and Fred Mann, the name Rainbow, without the W, Gardens, referred to the 42nd Rainbow Division of the American Expeditionary Forces, in which Al had served during World War I. Before Flapper Walk was the Flapper Wife. It was a popular tune written by Carl Rupp, with versions on Victor, O.K., Brunswick, and Edison, but we heard Harry Reeser's Syncopators and their May 25, 1925 recording on Columbia 393-D. We started that flapper set with Edith Clifford trying to answer the musical question, Why do they call them flappers? Written by Edith Clifford and Vincent Bryan. The piano accompaniment was provided by Marion Carr and takes five and six from April 22, 1927, were issued on Columbia 1513-D. You'll be hearing much more about and from Edith Clifford when her birthday rolls around in June. Last week we had a fateful segment, but I ran out of time to play the record which is going to start off this segment about Fregaria Ananasa. Strawberry. Hello, boys. Well, it's sure great to be back again, gazing in the old campfire and singing them good old songs. Say, Hank, throw another chunk on the campfire, and I'll tell you all about the fate of old Strawberry Roan. Hey, hey. A bunch of us boys sitting on the corral, talking about old Strawberry, a real cowboy pal. Hired throwing most cowboys time after time, turning on circles as small as a dime. From the west rides a stranger, the ranch lazy A. Just wondering, boys, if you'd seen any strays. An old 45 hung low on his hip, a cigarette butt burning close to his lips. What's all the attraction in that there corral? Oh, just an old row and a real cowboy pal. Harry Knight's only guy ever rode that old roan. Go ahead, stranger, ride him, but I think you'll get thrown. I'll just call your bluff, that little old roan. Here's one cowboy left, he never has thrown. Stick on that saddle, I ain't got much time. I've heard how that cayuse could really unwind. He swung to the saddle with the greatest of ease. Old Strawberry seemed just to float in the breeze. And under his belly we saw the blue sky. We yelled at the stranger a parting goodbye. Then we saw a sight that surely red freight As Strawberry went over the old corral gate A flash of a hand and out come a gun While on the corral a pair of them hung We rushed to the rider, his right foot held tight Oh, Strawberry lay there a pitiful sight Say, fellers, no hurry, I stopped him with lead One look at that row and we knew he was dead 
So when all the ranch hands were gathered around, it seems all were shocked as they gazed at the ground. I'm real sorry, boys, came a voice very low. Was me or that Caius, cause one had to go. We uncinched the saddle, call it a day. Old Strawberry Rowan has gone on his way. That evening at sunset we laid him to rest. At the head of his grave we all signed this request. Poor old Strawberry Rowan. All the names signed below he has thrown. His saddle hangs here, please leave it alone. This marks the fate of old Strawberry Road. Sioli, Sioli, open up that door. And Cicero, Cicero, you wipe your nose, pull up your socks, and keep quiet. It's them musicians that chair for to play for this festival. Here, here, here. You bulldozing scalawagging up, Tarquin. Keep quiet. <laughs> Come on in. Don't be scared. That dog won't bite. He ain't got a tooth in his jaws, huh? Keep quiet, I tell you. I reckon he can't do much damages. He just gums around. Pappy lies is how he's like some of these politicans. He's heavy on the noise, but sort of light on the doings, you know. <laughs> I'm sure glad you're there here. We've been trying to make a little music ourselves, but, you know, we don't do so good. Well, I reckon you ain't professional. Uh, hey, a for which? Professional. Oh, Lord help you. I reckon we ain't. We're Democrats and proud of it. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, this the programming? Oh, Jiminy, it looks like a stomp down good one. It's as infectious a looking one as I've ever seen. <laughs> and I bet I've seen a million. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Bob Miller and his hinky dinkers, a playing and a singing my favorite hymn. Who <laughs> That sounded mighty erstwhile to me. <laughs> Say, that gitter player was sure a-cutting up and a-carrying on in that and warning. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Jenny, how'd you like the banjo? Oh, that banjo. Say, you're just a string-picking fool. <laughs> you're just the horse's knuckles, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the hinky-dinkers, a-playing and a-singing, with me assisting on the jupar. <laughs> Anything that I've ever done so far. Jenny, Jenny, that dog's got them strawberries and them all up. What? That's that aggravating gum hammer dog in here. Come here. Let me look at you. Uh, what's that on your mouth, hey? Uh, it looks like strawberries. It appears to be strawberries. It smells like strawberries. And I'm a hen heckle. Hit air strawberries. Oh, Have mercy on me. Strawberry festivals, they're a lot of worry. But then they're a lot of pleasure, too. <laughs> so let's just hice back to the kitchen and partake some of them strawberries, sure, hey? Sure, I reckon we'll just have to begin where that gum hammer and dog left off. <laughs> <laughs> Cicero, Cicero, 
What's that music playing instrument down from there? Ma, come here to Cicero. He's just a cutting up and a carrying on. Cicero, can't you see Jenny's a have an entertainment? Stop it, Cicero. Are you blind? No, he ain't blind, I reckon. He just likes Jim Stevens' old muse. Did you hear about that, Nevin? No, let's hear it. Well, Jim wanted to sell Pappy his muse. And Pappy says to Jim, says he, says he, Jim, that muse blind. Jim, he says, oh, sorry, that mule ain't blind. Pappy says, says he, well, I'll just prove it to you. So they took the old mule out to the woods and turned him loose. Did he run into any trees, Jenny? <laughs> I reckon he did. He blamed I butted his head off of stumbling around into timbers. Pappy says, says he, Jim, you see, that mule's blind. Jim, he says, no, sorry, that mule ain't blind. That mule just don't give a darn. <laughs> Up the river and around the bend. Bring that pretty girl back again. On the left as you come round. Make that big foot jar on the ground. Up the hill and down the holler. Swing by the right and we'll all follow her. Hurry up, boys. You're going to be late. Grab your partner and cut a figure eight. <laughs> Say, how you like this one? The prettiest girl I ever saw was sipping cider through a straw. The prettiest girl I ever saw was sipping cider through a straw. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Say, speaking of pretty gals, who's that one sitting over there by the fireplace? You mean the one with the yellow spotted dress on? No. He means the one with the tomato dress and the tomato ribbon, don't you? Why, she's a newcomer. She hails from Giles County, Pew, Lackey, Tennessee. Why don't you go over and introduce yourself, Evan? Well, all right, I'm game. <laughs> <coughs> Why, I say, my name is Billy Lemon. <coughs> I say, my name is Billy Lemon. <coughs> well, who the heck said it's warrant? <laughs> Programming. Oh, I hate to see you and go and hit a raining outside. Hey, Jimmy, which one of them are roads leading down to the valley is the best one to take? Well, I reckon hit don't make much difference, as Pappy says. No matter which one you take, you'll always wish you to tuck the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope you've had a good time. We sure did. Goodbye. Goodbye, Say, don't forget the ice cream sociable. Come here, yeah. Don't you dare show your ugly face again around here. You gum hammer and strawberry eating hound, you. Bob Miller and his hinky dinkers with both parts one and two of Jenny's Strawberry Festival. Jenny with a Y from Brunswick 4494, recorded July 10th, 1929. Five days after, they recorded it for OK as Miller's Bullfrog Entertainers with Jenny spelled with I-E. The Jenny in Jenny's Strawberry Festival is actually Bob Miller's wife, Charlotte. The other speakers on the record were Bob Miller and Barney Burnett, who played guitar. He was a frequent accompanist on Miller's recordings, and his real name was Bruno Beretic, who had emigrated from Austria as a child. We started that strawberry set with Wilf Carter, a.k.a. Montana Slim, with his composition, The Fate of Old Strawberry Roan, from Bluebird B-8389, June 17, 1936. 
And, of course, you remember from the November 6th show last year that roan refers to the color pattern of a horse's coat, characterized by a mixture of colored and white hairs on the body, with the head, legs, mane, and tail mostly solid colored. And that strawberry roan described the pinkish color of a light chestnut or sorrel roan. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Strawberries are just one of more than 400 types of berry fruits, including exotic varieties such as Saskatoon berries, thimble berries, and wolf berries, and more common varieties such as boysenberries, cranberries, and these. delight when you said yes to me long years ago one summer night down by the old oak tree under your little blue bonnet blossom of blueberry lane I saw your eyes brightly beaming as we went roaming down through the gloaming, although our love dreams are over, still in my heart you remain. The birds come in spring, but they'll never bring my blossom of blueberry lay. Summer will come, summer will go. Blossoms will bloom in May One little bud went with the snow Blue with the rose of way Blossom of 
Come join the Huckleberry Picnic, want to take place today. On the committee, I invite you all, I haven't got long to stay. Oh, come join the Huckleberry Picnic, want to take place today. Oh, the music ever ringing and the birds ever singing, and we're going to have fun today. Old man Moe sitting on stump, picking out a banjo too. Possum sitting on a bulldog tree, singing by the light of the moon. Oh, come join the Huckleberry Picnic.
take it into jam. Fat Swaller jamming with some of his own black raspberry jam on June 8, 1936. This is an alternate take from that session supervised by Leonard Joy. Take one was issued on Victor 25359, even though Fats gets a little tongue-tied on the intro. Here is the intro from the issued side. Boys, here to get a, give a light jam here, something like that. I don't know what it is. I got mine. See, mine's black raspberry. Look out. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Wait a minute now. Here's me. I'm getting mine now. And here's the intro from that alternate take again. Boys, we've assembled here to give a little jam here this afternoon. Uh, I think you, y'all better get yourself in line because I got my jam. Look out. Here it is. I'm throwing it at you. Mm-hmm. Look out now. I'm going to start here right now. Neither one is necessarily better, just a bit different. Anyway, before Black Raspberry Jam, I presume that Louise Massey and the Westerners had some huckleberry jam at the Huckleberry Picnic. The whole Massey family got in on that recording with Kurt Massey, the vocalist, violinist, and co-composer with Alan Massey, guitarist, and Larry Wellington, who played accordion on OK06502 from May 29, 1941. Louise was Alan and Kurt's sister, and Kurt's full name was Dot with two T's, Curtis Massey. He studied at the Horner Conservatory of Music in Kansas City and is probably best known for composing the theme songs for the TV series Petticoat Junction and the Beverly Hillbillies. We started off this berry fruity set with Carl Hayworth being heard on the show for the first time with Blueberry Lane. Alfred Bryan wrote the lyrics and Herman Paley the tune with Hayworth accompanying himself on banjo. Columbia made a number of trips to the Pacific Northwest to record local musicians prior to their famous Johnson City, Tennessee sessions. It was probably Arthur Berg, Columbia's director of recording, who selected Carl Hayworth, the banjo king of Spokane, as one of the artists to record. This June 28, 1928 recording, issued on Columbia 1598-D, was made at Spokane's Garden Dancing Palace, located at 333 West Sprague Street, downtown. It was founded as Whitehead's Dancing Palace on Christmas Eve 1919 by local band leader, drummer, and vocalist Charles Whitehead and could accommodate up to 1,200 dancers on a huge wooden dance floor encircling an octagonal bandstand. A teenage Bing Crosby was a fan of the venue, and Bing's brother Bob got his start performing there. And it's a safe bet that Carl Hayworth will be getting his own birthday salute next March. Raz is a verb, and the shortened and altered variant of raspberry, and in the 20s meant to disrespect or deride someone. These days, it's softened somewhat and means to make fun of or tease someone in a good-natured way. In British slang, on the razzle means to be out celebrating with friends and drinking freely. Razzle-dazzle first appeared in 1885 and meant a state of confusion or hilarity, and along with razzmatazz, has come to mean noisy, showy, and exciting activity and display designed to attract and impress. We had a raspberries segment a few years ago, but here are a couple of new raspberries. (laughs) 
spice today, lady. <laughs> well, if it isn't Red Strange himself, all dressed up like a plush horse for the cord tail. <laughs> <laughs> Some class, huh? What? The red hair? It's me grandpa's old toupee, cleaned and pressed, hot dandruff. <laughs> Say, with that outfit, you'd make Jack Frost hold his breath. Ah, oh, come on. Can't you use just a little 15-cent piece? Travel on with your little load of icicles, Sonny. You'll need them in your hat. Now, is that the way to treat poor little Percy? Is that your name? Yes, I'm Percival Vampus, king of the campus. I'm full of knowledge. Oh, you're a snappy fly, Gamma Cappy, right out of college, huh? But when summer rolls around, that's when I have to labor. Too bad. Driving round all over town, shouting to every neighbor, Any ice today, lady? It's nice today, lady. I can't use a piece of ice today. Oh, sweet lady, you order. It's only a quarter. Now run along before it melts away. Out of my life, insect. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. Not on my linoleum. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Get up, Napoleon. Go away like a nice man. Oh, so is your old life, man. Brr, lady, you're good to me. Business is rotten, all I have gotten is wet and chilly. I know that you're wet, that is a sure bet. You're wet and silly, and how? Here's a great big nickel's worth, you'll find it very cooling. Listen, young man, cease your mirth, I won't have any fooling. Any ice today, lady? It's nice today, lady. Chilly Papa, please be on your way. I'm not trying to freeze you, I'm just trying to please you. Well, sit on a cake of ice and don't get gay, Mama. Thanks. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Are you in a delirium? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Honest, cross my diaphragm. Come on, make me happy. Oh, go on, you big sappy. Oh, lady, you're so good to me. Any ice today, lady? It's nice today, lady. Listen, won't you ever go away? Well, I might if you order some Eskimo water. Is my credit good if I can't pay? Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Will I get a premium? Sure. Oh, ma'am. Oh, ma'am. I am strong for you. I am. I'll give you full weight, dear. <laughs> I'll give you the gate, dear. Oh, lady, you're, you're good, good to me. Time dance, they call hot your razzmatazz. 
no excuse for dignity. Just get loose and follow me. Swing your partners one and all to haunt your ass hair. I'm here to bet you it's gonna get you. It soon will hit your lips. Oh, what a rhythm, it's got a rhythm that your feet cannot resist. It sends you young and all of foreign. How they call for foreign on the floor, they call for more for hot your ass The King of Heidi Ho, Cab Galloway and his Cotton Club Orchestra with Hacha Razmataz, written by Will Hudson, Irving Mills, and Andy Razaf. Victor 24690 was recorded in New York on January 23, 1934. Before that, any ice today, lady? You've heard it by Fred Waring's Pennsylvanians with the vocal by the gravelly-voiced Polly McClintock, but we heard it by Aileen Stanley and Billy Murray from Victor 20065, made May 21, 1926. The pianist was Frank E. Banta, and Any Ice Today, Lady was written by Pat Ballard. So, what does that have to do with raspberries? Well, it's subtitled A Collegiate Raspberry. We started this raspberry segment with Razzle Dazzle. Not the Razzle Dazzle written and recorded by Julius Lenzberg, but the Razzle Dazzle Cakewalk written by Harry Von Tilzer and performed by Vessel Osman in February of 1904 from Edison Two Minute Gold Molded Cylinder number 8618. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶ 